Living on the Ledge. Bits of cheddar cut up in a wedge. Please pass that paper bag and that can of open pledge. No cleaning products were huffed in the making of this show. <laughs> You're listening to Living on the Ledge on the Giggles Live Radio Network. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Do you think there's a vintage cleaning product collector out there in the listening? That would be great. <laughs> that would be really good. I wonder if there's there's got to be some old chemicals that were so strong they eventually ate through the packaging. Packaging, yeah. <laughs> like MEK. You ever have to deal with that MEK? <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, this is a classic one. That was one of the ones I had to uh, pull up to the roof when I did the Air Force thing up on the ladder. And the one I always wondered about is we had stuff called TSP. Do you ever remember your, your parents T- have a TSP? TSP. T. Uh. Uh-uh. And it was it was something with baking soda in it and some other other total, chemicals. Total soda powder. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I mean. It was in a vintage box, and it was like it was a cleaning product that was called TSP. So it's in a box. Yeah, it was in a box, and it was it always remind me of like um, borax, you know. It was kind of like borax, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. But you always would use it for cleaning, like heavy stuff that had heavy grease or whatever. You'd use TSP to get rid of grease. Yeah, I remember the the, the little cans of Comet, and you'd pour and you'd yeah. and just scrub and scrub and scrub, <laughs> scrub oh, the grout, scrub the grout clean. Thank God I can afford a, you know, cleaning lady. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> well, well, well I, I thank you because you keep my ex-wife employed gainfully. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how gainful it is, but <laughs> uh, yeah, lots gone on since the last time that we've gone up the side of the hill. Yeah, here. It, it's, it's been a while. A lot Actually, has been if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time we've gone up since the show. Since the last show we had, yeah. Since the show I was up there, right? Yep. Oh, hey, yeah, that has been a minute. Oh, we should head up there. Yeah, go ahead and um, see see what gear we're in. You know what was so funny is the other day I tried to lift this up by myself without starting um, the manual crank. Oh, yeah? And it only raised one side and I almost fell off the other edge. Oh, so. my goodness. <laughs> so you were standing kind of like the Titanic? Like the Titanic, yeah, like the deck was... Um, listing to the left. <laughs> Head to the stern. Head to the stern. <laughs> wow, we're going straight up to the very top on the first shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, you got the, this. This the old equipment. I like this. That. Is, this is like those airplane flights that are straight through, no connecting flights or anything. You know, the yeah. layover layovers. Do you remember that? Those good days. Yeah, dude. I remember one time when I flew from uh, Seattle to Burbank. And had to stop in Utah and Denver on the way. Oh, like God. really from Seattle <laughs> to L.A. Like it's a it's a it's a it's a two hour flight. I shouldn't have to stop two times. My first airplane flight was from Phoenix to Las Vegas, and that was like it didn't seem like I was even in the air. You know, it was like an incline upward and then descending, and you're there. You know. <laughs> Sir, would you like something to drink? Too bad, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> you should have asked us sooner. The worst are the short flights when you're on the little uh, pond hoppers or whatever they call oh, okay, them. Oh, yeah, the, little... the puddle jumpers? Yeah, we did the one where, I think, I'm sure I've told you about this, where I flew from Champaign, or from, it was from uh, Chicago, Illinois, to Champaign, Illinois, because that's where my, that's where my, 
my tech school was for oh, the okay. Air Force. And the airplane that we were on had, it was one of those little ones where it had two seats on one side and the other side had one seat. So the aisle was in the not in the middle. It, it wasn't. It was like a a, a jag a jog to the left, a yeah. jog to the right. So it was like all the bigger bigger fellas head to the left. It was it was it was unnerving, and I was sitting next to an NFL referee the entire time, and it was still the most unnerving flight I'd ever been on. Apparently, he lived in that area, and he used to fly back and forth to Chicago all the time to do games. Oh guy. And since since the last show we or last time we were up here, we've had a, a giggle show. Yeah, and we've got a giggle show coming up. Yeah, giggle show's coming up. It's it's actually going to be. You know what? This will get posted before it, it before it comes up. But yeah, the twenty eighth, uh, Joe Bartnick's going to be Joe there. Bartnick. Yeah. Joe Bartnick's one of the best, one of the all time great comics. So fun. Um, who did he used to open for? I thought he opened for somebody um, else that we know comic wise. Well, he used to for a long time. He opened and toured with Lisa Lampanelli. Okay, that's who I, I remember. Then okay, yeah, he's currently touring with Bill Burr. Bill Burr, that's and the other one I know. Okay. Dave Attell. Um, he also used to tour with um, quite a few different people. Okay, yeah, yeah. He he's a he, he's a great comic, a great writer, and um, just he's. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I haven't seen him since um, the last show that I had seen him at was when we were doing Laugh Tank. Remember we did Laugh Tank out at Ventura? Oh, that's right. And that yeah. was the last one. And Laugh Tank, I used to love the promos because um, the picture of me inside the 55-gallon aquarium, I love those promo oh, pictures. Remember yeah, Laugh Tank? That's so great. <laughs> yeah, we got to bring back the Laugh Tank somehow. Laugh Tank. We'll have to talk to Craig and Andres and see what we could do. See if we can get Laugh Tank for a, a couple of reunion shows. See if they'll unlock the, the, the love cabinet and let us in. Yeah. <laughs> for the Laugh Tank. <laughs> I think it'll be fun. Yeah, we did some fun shows with the Laugh Tank back in those days. Uh-huh. Had a lot of yeah, them. That was, yeah, that was a neat venue. Yeah, so we have Joe Bartnett coming up, and that show's stacked. We have Tar- uh, Tarun Shetty, who is also known as Bobby Khan. In our parts, I'm assuming that he is going to be himself. And he is a Santa Paula favorite. I remember when he came out through the first show he did, I mean, he was just amazed that everybody flew out in their own plane to the, that venue to watch comedy. <laughs> it's like Santa Paula, everybody, the planes, the planes. Yeah, I believe there were autograph seekers at his uh, at his private jet as he left yeah, back to Bollywood. Yep. Is Bollywood a place or is it just a concept? No, no, Bollywood, I think, is actually an authentic place. Oh, okay. So he was on his way back there. Yeah, we, we took a lot of photos inside the bar area, and we kept talking about um, remaking that movie. What was the movie with Patrick Swayze? That the, He was the bouncer. Oh, Roadhouse. Roadhouse, yeah, and Bobby Khan being the title character in Roadhouse. Oh. Remake it. I've, I've heard worse ideas. <laughs> I like that a lot. I like that. So we go Bobby Khan... I think I like that. The idea of Roadhouse remade with Bobby Kahn. And the Santa Paula backdrop's perfect, too. Yeah, You've Santa got Paula's a, 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 a perfect venue for that. Yeah, the old little old aircraft hangars and all that yeah. stuff. I like that. Let's do that. I'm totally down for that. And then, of course, August, I, I don't remember what day it is, but it's the last Friday in August, is going to be what we're calling the last show of the season. Um, because we don't have anything scheduled beyond that currently. Uh, that's going to be Tommy Savitt. Tommy Savitt is a great comic who he actually won the Ventura Comedy Festival one year. Um, he's, he tours all over the country. 
Um, I was actually surprised when he hit me up and said, hey, I want to come do Santa Paula. Oh, nice. So I was like, all right, go make it happen, bro. So Okay, that's going to be a great show, too. Yeah, so we're going to have Tommy Savitt, and it's going to be it's going to be fun. So we're we're definitely closing out the season with a couple of bangers, as they say. And I, I think um, for the last show, I've offered my services as um, a aircraft valet, no charge for that last show. Oh, nice. Are you even accepting tips? Not even accepting tips. Not even accepting tips. Wow. Wow, that's huge. Yeah, because we usually have at least one or two people fly in, and I have to park the planes. Yeah. Last time we had that one that was a stick shift, and that was a pain in the ass to park that thing. The crazy part's when it's the experimental aircraft, yeah. and you have to do the thing where you detach the wings from somebody's arms or something like that. Or or that fl- guy with the flying pinot. Remember he came in, and he had that pinot that was a flying car, and you had to take the wings off of it? That was impressive. I know, for a pinot to fly. Yeah, I hope he never goes into a nosedive. <laughs> That's bad news. Oh, no, he's the, no, the pinot, he, he's fine if he goes into a nosedive, right? He's okay with a nosedive, but if he has to back into something without a backup beeper, he's going to hit a fuel tank. I got to tell you, I've never once in my life heard of an airplane backing into a, a, a mountain or anything else. Yeah, I've never. That's It would be a first. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's why you sit in the back of the plane. Yeah. The front of the plane is the part that hits something, not the back. Well, the thing that I noticed is um, Southwest, I was making arrangements for a Southwest flight for my um, girlfriend. And um, I noticed that Southwest, um, it's um, no pre preceded um, assignment at all. It's... The free for all first come first serve kind of thing yeah the 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 key to that one is is checking in 24 hours ahead of time if yeah you can check in early or if you can have a some kind of a discernible um disability oh, okay maybe fake one or something okay. but uh yeah if you if you can check in you'd have to check I'm, I'm not an expert at the at the southwest way but i do know a few people that said that i think it's 24 hours before your flight you can check in. I was trying to... F- and that's how you get on the early I was trying groups. to fly free with her, saying that I was her emotional support human. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but it didn't work. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> well, because you got... So you get the first group, you got people with disabilities, you know, people traveling with small children or whatever, yeah. you know, and then you get group A and those people kind of fill in and they take the window seats and then you get the group B... They go in, they kind of take the, you know, the aisles and a little bit of the middle. You get group C, they go in, group D goes in, kind of fills it up. And then group E gets to sit on whose ever laps are available. Oh, okay. Still available at that point. That's how Southwest works. You, you, you've got the pile-up system. And then group L is the luggage. So yeah. you, you, you get in the luggage compartment. There's plenty of seating in there. Yeah, but you have to wear a tag. Yeah. You do have to wear a tag. At all times. Yeah. Because things get lost down there in the luggage very easily. <laughs> you must tag up when it comes to luggage. Yes, you must wear your designated tag if you're in the luggage compartment. <laughs> When's the last time you flown on a plane? Um, I haven't flown since two Decembers ago at oh, Christmas okay. time. So it's been at least two two years for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I was trying to think. It's been a really long time since I've flown, too. I'm thinking one of my grandparents' funerals. Maybe grandpa's funeral? And it was COVID era for me when we did fly, so we had to wear a mask and everything too. I mean, oh, yeah. I I just I despise flying. If I can drive, I will. Even when I lived in Seattle, and I I, I lived in Seattle, and went back and forth to Sacramento a lot. I drove most of the time. 
And I'm I'm not a big fan of the flying thing. And then the thing that kind of amazed me this last time I went the everything was like a self checkout almost. I mean, to to get your boarding pass and to get your your luggage tags and everything. It was like an automated self checkout machine. Yeah. By the way, thank you for the Michelob Light oh, Ultra. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate no, no that. No problem. I don't. I've never seen the Michelob Ultra Light with a twist of lime, but I'm looking forward to. <laughs> okay. Yep. I'm looking forward to giving it a shot. Okay. Absolutely just as refreshing as the picture on the front of it. No. Uh, it, yeah. it, there's no doubt that is a authentic um, homemade beer. There's a flavorful line. And you know what I found out, too, which is this is, this is actually going to work well with our show. I found out that Terry is an avid um, recycler. Yeah, he is. So from here, now that he's got the new car, we can toss our recycling in the general direction of his car. Yep. And then he can, I mean, he, then it's like, have you ever seen somebody who collects recycled cans when they walk out to a trash can and there's like six cans there? Dude, they get so excited. Yeah, it's, it's like, um, it's almost like Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's like, it is. It's almost like, it, more like Easter because you're looking around for stuff, you know? So I like that. I think we could, that's that's going to be like our new thing. We'll do we'll throw our empties, which you know we've always kind of done in the past up until we got here on the tower, anyways. And, you know. and Terry's like clean up on aisle six, please. And Terry's down there reaping the reaping the benefits of us up here having fun and in recycling for the planet too at the same time. Yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure an empty aluminum can is not going to break a windshield at this height. No, I doubt it. It's the full ones that do. Yeah, we can, well, we don't want to drop those. <laughs> no, we want to consume the product before dropping yeah. those. Michelob Ultra Light with a twist of lime. Those cost about 63 cents each. I can't afford to freaking throw that away. Yeah, I, I've been actually purchasing the ones without the lime and just adding my own lime to them. Oh, that's smart. Oh, that's really smart because yeah. those, those are more like 59 cents each. Yeah, 59 cents each. <laughs> Saved you four cents. <laughs> Saves <laughs> you twelve cents on it or something like that on a. I don't know why I'm doing math on a on a Wednesday morning. No, math is not necessary for this show. That's one of the the prerequisites for living on the ledge is mathematics. This is a new one too for us. We're actually recording early. We're yeah, up here on the so we're not as in the sun as we. Yeah, that's what's nice for right now is to get started a little bit earlier. I mean. Um, the the heat coming off the windows, I noticed that you get refracted heat from the windows, and it makes it a little bit warmer up here than it really is. Yeah, they put some fat heads up there earlier to scare the girls, and they yeah. melted right off. <laughs> Didn't get they weren't very effective. It's kind of fun though if you get some really creepy looking, um, you know, creepy looking window decals, and you put them on there, and the girls come in getting ready for their yoga, all yeah, yawning. I like, I like the gargoyles up here. Like it's eleven o'clock in the morning. You should be awake by now. <laughs> Why are you yawning? Yeah, you, you can't get distracted by that. Yeah, why do you need a coffee so tall? Yeah. Coffee's bigger than your poodle. <laughs> <laughs> so we have the expo coming up. Expo is coming up. I heard you went on the radio this morning, and we are talking giggles and talking expo. Yeah, I, I did go stop by KVTA with Tom Spence and um, promoted... Um, Giggles for the comedy show coming up and also for the expo. It was definitely heard because uh, Mr. Marquez and I recorded an episode of PAX and he was telling me about that. He's like, I heard DMV on uh, on with Spence this morning talking about the, the expo and all that. Oh, so, nice. That's cool. We appreciate that. Okay, here's the fight I was telling you about. All right. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah. I, I, so our, our friend, one of the friends of the network, who actually, she was going to have a, we were going to do a show on the network, but she ended up moving to Vegas before we got started. We still might. I think we still might. 
because we have a pretty good chemistry. Uh, Nick Delee, she had uh, she was retired for a couple of years, and then um, unbeknownst to me, had decided to come out of retirement. Apparently, this was a, de- a decision she made on her OnlyFans. Oh, okay. And I don't I don't subscribe to any OnlyFans accounts as I probably should for my friend Nick Dilly, but uh, apparently she made the announcement on there and she came back. She f- not only came back and fought over the weekend, she won decisively. She put pressure on this girl. Um, the judge, one of the, it was a split decision, which made no sense. But if you watch the entire card, one of the, you know, one of the judges was on that, uh, Miami, what do they call it? Miami hookah crack rock. What do they call yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he wasn't, he or she wasn't paying attention to the fights. When you go to one of our fights, like when, when we have the fights over here at the Ventura theater or one of the spar stars, you're going to be surprised. I'm going to show you who the judges are and Almost every time there's one judge, you swear, don't even realize they're at the fights. Like they're not paying attention. They're, they're, they're like, on their phone. They're looking at papers. They're a placeholder. Yeah, they're yeah. like a placeholder. And you're like, why? I mean, why do this? And so there's a movement among a lot of the fighters. By the way, that's Slick, Slick Rick Zaleta. Good luck. to. I remember uh, him fighting through Sparstar for years. Okay. I've interviewed him a few times. A great dude. A great young man. But yeah, he's. Uh, this is um, him fighting for Combate. Um, on that same card, but yeah, so so Nick Dilley came out and and just won, um, in my opinion, just handedly, and I was so proud and so excited. So, uh, and she came on the show just a few days before her fight. Oh, nice! So that was fun. Yeah, so you can catch that. We, we we've kind of got that playing a lot on the network, so you can okay. catch that during the during the walkout episodes. Okay. Yeah. And what time is the walkout on the Giggles Live Network? Is that still ten o'clock? Yeah, on the network we run that at ten. And okay. in the, the walkout, just like this show is on all the podcasting networks, so you can okay. find us on Spotify. You can find us on, you know, me and the kids were listening to Living on the Ledge on Spotify just the other day while okay. we we're cleaning and stuff. Yeah, that's the, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, it's 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 a great show. I like that Living on the Ledge. And the important thing is, is okay, so you have listeners. There are people that listen to Living on the Ledge. The important thing is, we know that people like the show. The important thing is for you to get out, let people, other people know. Share it, you know, like it, subscribe, so, so we know. Because now that podcasting is spread out so far, like, for the most part, I listen to iHeart. I, I listen to Spotify now because of our network, because I like the way Spot, Spotify does the giggle stuff. But for the most part, I listen to iHeart. We're on iHeart, too. Okay. But everybody has, like, their streaming thing. Everybody kind of has their thing that they listen to. Some people, it's Pandora. We're on Pandora, too, by the way. Some people, it's Stitcher. We're on Stitcher, too, by the way. Some people, it's YouTube. We're going to be on YouTube very soon. We're not yet, but we will be soon. It's going to be an easy put-together. But that was it's just a little bit of extra work on the producer's part to get it started. That's all. Okay. But not a lot. So, um... But yeah, that's the way I recommend it to people to, to kind of to take it in. But yeah, if you go, I'm sitting here doing the one thing that drives me crazy is bumping the mic over and over again. Well, um, it probably if, if we would have got this thing up here level, it would have been a lot better. Yeah, you're right. That is a... It's still at a 45 degree angle up here. And What is the load capacity of this um, plywood? Because it feels like it's pretty, it feels like it's sagging quite a bit. Um, I don't think that's just regular plywood that's... The synthetic plywood. Oh, is that the synthetic? So, uh, how safe are we right now? Like, I don't know if I. I, I think it's got like twenty times the tensile tens, uh, strength as regular plywood. Oh, okay. Well, it, feel, it sure feels like it's sagging. Yeah. It feels. It feels almost feels like I'm. I'm in one of those. Uh, 
those things that's in between the trees. Oh, <laughs> oh one of those hammock things. The hammock, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm in a what what is a hammock, Alex? <laughs> I feel like I'm 200. in a plywood hammock. <laughs> and you heard that Ryan Seacrest has taken over the, the Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, he's going to be taking over Wheel of Fortune. That was kind of... Is Vanna staying? Do we know about that yet? And I, I don't know, because wasn't she upset? Because she was thinking of... She put her name in the hat for hosting, too. Yeah, I... I I could see that, but I don't know. I mean, she'd be a good host, I guess. Yeah, have her her host, and then. But I but I don't think that that moves the show forward as far as bringing it in. The whole thing with the Price is Right when they did the Drew Carey thing, it seemed so bizarre. Yeah, it seemed so weird to everybody, but it worked. Yeah. And now Price is Right has a new identity, a refreshed identity. Uh-huh. And I really think that that's... I don't think you get that with Vanna, but you do get that with Ryan Seacrest. And if Vanna stays, you still get that because Vanna and Ryan will probably have like a good little rapport. Yeah, rapport and, and-, and if Vanna leaves, they'll find somebody that's, you know, I can't believe she's doing it now, you know, or he's doing it now. Who knows? You know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll have Magic Johnson's son that isn't, <laughs> isn't sure. Maybe they'll have that, that guy do it. Yeah. All right, now I'm going to get some letters. I'm getting letters. <laughs> All right. Yes, yeah, send your letter. My name is DMV Mike. Send letters to... <laughs> Care of living on the <laughs> Post office box 745. That wouldn't surprise me, though, because it feels like Hollywood feels like there needs to be a quota. Yeah. It does feel like Hollywood's like, okay, there has to be, you know, I, and we're totally 100,000% for diversity I grew up in Sacramento, which is one of the most diverse places on the planet. But um, but the whole, we need to have one of this, one of this, one of this, one of this. That's not diversity. That's no. the, the opposite of diversity. Yeah. That's like, I, yeah, whatever. And I, I'm still pushing for the self-checkouts at the supermarkets. Yeah. It'd be more convenient for the hours I want to work. Like when I'm there at like 8 o'clock in the morning and they're all shut down and I have to wait in line to check out. Yeah, that makes me upset. I mean, because if I was, if if I'm supposed to be your employee and I'm I'm ready to work, that thing better be on. You know? Yeah, you should be able to choose your work hours. Yeah, yeah. I see you out there collecting the carts in the morning at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm pushing wait, them back in, waiting for them to open the self checkout. Yeah, <laughs> I, and see, you, I see you checking the 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 expiration dates on the meat. And you, you you sent me the thing for Walmart that with Walmart you have to have your forklift certification in case you have to unload trucks beforehand. Yeah, that's right. Walmart wants you to help help. <laughs> the weird part about Walmart, if you go to the you go to the Walmart in Ventura, they want everybody using the the self checkout. You go to the Walmart in Oxnard, not everybody. Not they don't want everybody using the self checkout. <laughs> You can see it. They're like, come on, man. <laughs> and sometimes I wonder, because I've watched people at the self-checkouts, and I don't think they scan everything. Don't you notice that? I, I think that they have to. Oh, they do? I think so. I mean, I think they're on video. I know I do. Okay. I don't think I've ever gone through and missed something. Not that I can remember anyways. Well, usually, like, if I'm scanning, like, 12 things, it gets tiring... 12 and I lose my place sometimes I might get one or two of them free you know like you're doing the 12 pack of beer and you have to scan every one or something that was the the great bit from uh, Roseanne when the Roseanne had the comeback uh-huh. where she got fired from her own show 
<laughs> but when she, cause she was at the grocery store using the self checkout and, uh, and she had the kid making the beep sound when she <laughs> ran it across she's like beep. And she's like, what did she say? She goes, she goes, she goes, well, I'm an, they're making me work. So I'm an employee and my, and my price is bacon or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, they should, man. We should get. I always joke around and tell them that I hope I get invited to the Christmas party this year <laughs> and get a bonus. You know, I mean, because if I'm going to be working there, I want the perks. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm starting to get some carpal tunnel by doing this uh, <laughs> checkout thing. You know, starting. To, I need. To, I need to go get my. Who, who's who's our workman's comp? Yeah. <laughs> it's getting really crazy though. Yeah. We're joking, but all of that's down the line. Yeah. That's all coming down the line. Yeah, we're all going to be working for the self-checkout guy. Yeah, no, we're not. Because what they're going to do is they're going to get robots that just yeah. do it all for you. He's going to come out and go, here, here's your shit. And then... Have you seen any of the fast food robots yet? No. Okay. Does that uh, mean our, our, our burger price is going to go down? Because that's, oof, man. Yeah, that's what's so weird is do the prices get cheaper if we have robots make our food? Because I got to tell you, I, you know, spending $85 every time I go to Carl's Jr., that's going to get old. And what's nice about the robots frying the fries, they don't get acne and they don't complain. <laughs> yeah, they don't get mad and spit and, and yeah. the lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be the thing? Is what happens when robots start doing stuff to our food? You know, just screw them with us. You know. <laughs> That's the worst part. Is people are like, "Oh, nobody's ever messed with my food. I never do anything to make them mad." Guess what? You're dealing with teenagers yeah. who get mad very easily. Oh, you want extra pickles? <laughs> <laughs> You're the same age as my mom who made yeah. me clean my room, so I don't... Yeah, I was on a good mental break, and you came and ordered dinner. How dare you? Oh, it's coming from somebody who eats fast food almost yeah. every day, so, you know. And I'm almost to the point where I can't do it anymore because um, it's, it's almost 12, 14 bucks a person, you know, I mean, to go out and do fast food. Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. Yeah, that, if you're just getting a drink, a sandwich, and, and a side, yeah, that's 15 bucks. And I always wondered about, um, I, I don't want to name the place, but they're the ones that have the $6 Biggie bag. Mm. What's in the $6 Biggie bag, and how can they do that so cheap? And they also have a $7 Biggie bag. Yeah. What's the difference between the 6 and the 7 I believe it's a piece of bacon. Oh, okay. Because I believe the double cheeseburger is in the six dollar, and the oh, okay. double bacon cheeseburger is in. Oh, the okay. So it's the bacon, and that is a, your buck. I gotta tell you, that is a great value. And it I'm is. like you, I keep it, I keep it at low key too, because I don't want everybody going there. Yeah, but I'm saying that's, that's my that's my go to place. I had a biggie bag yesterday. Yeah, you bet your you bet your britches. <laughs> and then I made the mistake of thinking that the biggie bag didn't come with a drink because I'm like they can't put a drink inside that biggie bag with everything else, but they do. I mean, they just. <laughs> <laughs> they shove a frosty in there. Yeah. Oh, do they have a frosty with the seven dollar biggie bag? That might be the difference. Yeah, because on the six dollar one, you do get a, a large beverage with it. So with the with the five dollar biggie bag, which was the early incarnation yeah. of the biggie bag, which was was and this wasn't a long time ago. This was maybe a year ago. Uh huh. You got a, a a soda, a medium soda, a small frosty. A, you had the choice of a couple of different small burgers. It was like the same, probably the same ones they have now. Yeah. And then you got chicken nuggets and a fries, and you got all that, including the frosty, for five bucks. And then the bur then the biggie bag. You go in and you see they have the six dollar sign over it now. And yeah. And they have the the frosty part covered up, and then they added the seven dollar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah. that's how I mean. That's how it's working. I mean, that's how everything. Are yeah, everything's got to. Go up price wise, you know. 
yeah, you go to Carl's Jr. If you got the same amount of, uh, of food at Carl's Jr. I actually sat down last night with a calculator. If you got a $6 biggie bag at Carl's Jr., $75. Yeah, <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a medium for medium drink, medium fries, and then that's and a, a hamburger, and it's a bacon western biggie, bag. <laughs> yeah, a and, bacon western biggie bag. <laughs> and then if you ask for uh, if you ask for extra barbecue sauce, then that's like fifty cents extra. <laughs> what, what, what's up with these guys in the condiments that they have to like? Oh no, no, I got to charge you another quarter for that. Or, yeah. <laughs> if and you why, want, if you if you want two ketchups, that's another fifty cents. Why are they like our world of politics? They're like so far apart. You've got those guys that will either give you none or you've oh, yeah. got people who will just give you, give an you a handful box. of something. Yeah. You're like, dude, I, I'm not like, I'm only going to come here so many times this year. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's weird at Panda, Panda Express. They'll give you, oh, you want some extra fortune cookies? It's just like, oh, yeah, here's six extra fortune cookies. But you can't get that extra pack of ketchup at all from Carl's. You know, I mean, Carl <laughs> is just like, oh, no, they're two per customer. There's a great taco place called Jim Boys up in Sacramento, and their whole thing used to be, all. I mean, they have the best taco sauce. And then they started bottling their taco sauce, and you could buy it around Sacramento. I don't know if you can buy it anywhere else, but around then is when I started realizing when you asked for, oh, can I get taco sauce? You'd get like a taco sauce per taco. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. And you go, okay, I get a lot of taco sauce. So then you get two taco sauces <laughs> per taco. I'm like, can you like make a giant fist? And they always go, oh, we have a shortage. No, you don't have a shortage. Yeah. You just realize how valuable it is. But yeah, it's pretty funny though. But yeah, Jim Boy's taco sauce. If you ever get a chance, Jim Boy's, it's, you can get it as, as far south as I think Tracy. Maybe, okay. a, little, maybe a little bit further south. Yeah, Tracy's a nice town up there. I remember, I've been to Tracy a couple of times. Ronnie Lott, I believe, lives in Tracy. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of old, 40, or old retired 49ers that live in Tracy. Yeah, that's a nice little area up there. Yeah, good place for f- retired players. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were you excited to be hosting tomorrow night on oh, the? Uh... Oh yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm gonna miss Chuck. Chuck won't be up there with us, but Chuck's taking a little time off. Taking some time off. Taking a breaksy. Yeah. He's got some family in town. Family in that. town, so. Well, we're gonna have fun and uh, looking forward to seeing if if you get Marina Stoda's show. Oh, see now I got it wrong. Marina Stoda's name right. Stoda. Marina Stoda. Stoda. Yeah, that's it. Maria Stoda. Now try Joe Bartnick. Joe Bartnick. Joe Bartnick. Joe Bartnick. <laughs> Tarun Shetty. Tarun Shetty. And Which just I in remember case. Bobby Khan. Yeah, Bobby Khan. Yeah. Bobby Khan. <laughs> you just have to check with him first. Say, is it okay if I call you Bobby Khan? <laughs> or are you Tarun Shetty? <laughs> Bobby Khan. Tarun Shetty. Yeah, I, I love the uh, Bobby Khan. This would be a third appearance from Bobby Khan in Santa Paula. He's like a Santa Paula favorite. He is. Yeah, try this one. This one's very ethnic. Bob Fernandez. Bob Fernandez. Bob Fernandez. Bob Fernandez. And by the way, Bob doing really great things up there you know, in one of those little wine towns. I always forget which one it is. But I, me and Carlos Alzraki went up there um, along with Molly McGee, and we did a great show up there. had so much fun. That's, such a, a that's the, the place that you were showing me the picture of that there was Elvis and Nixon together. Elvis where they had and done, Nixon met on that doorway. They, on that. They, they did a tour up there. It was the Elvin and, uh, Elvis and Nixon tour up there. Yeah, and for some seven. reason they had a podium there and a whole bunch of flags right there oh, in that little nice. stairway. Yeah, it was hard to believe, but yeah, <laughs> they had the picture to prove yeah. it. 
Yeah, he must have did that in between his um, um, Hawaii show and um, a couple of Vegas outings. I should explain that to anybody who's not who's not <laughs> privy to the story. So we go through this old haunted, supposedly haunted hotel slash bar that's really, really old. Supposedly used to be owned by Blackbeard. No, I don't know. Like Jesse James or oh, okay. Billy the Kid or pick your gangster, right? Who are the ones that were in the oh, West Al Coast? Cap Jesse James was one of the West oh, Coast. Oh, okay. Guys. I thought you were going to say like Al Capone. Well, or... Al Capone was only West Coast because he was uh, in San Francisco yeah. for prison. Yeah. yeah. You know he had syphilis. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually, for an extra $50, you can go touch the toilet and get Al Capone's syphilis. syphilis and yeah. share, collect that, it, trade it with your friends. Yeah, it's one of those, <laughs> it's one of those upcharges. That's one of those upcharges over there if you go visit Alcatraz. <laughs> you can get some authentic Al Capone syphilis. <laughs> Non-tax deductible. Yeah, you could. They, they what they encourage you to do is not use your finger. They encourage you to bring a Q-tip oh, okay. and a vial and a swab. Yeah, a swab. I thought I saw that for sale on eBay at one time. <laughs> have you ever done the? Um, speaking of eBay, um, have you ever done the tour of Alcatraz? Al 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 no, I, I have not done Alcatraz. Oh, you got to do that sometime. But speaking of eBay, so for my son's graduation, I wanted to get him a really uh, unique gift, right? Okay. And so I think I talked to you about this off off air, but um, he's a big fan of all things maritime and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And this was before the Titanic submersible thing started to happen. Um, I thought I wanted to get like a relic from the Titanic, and I found that there was um, one team that was legally excavating um, coal and uh, oh, other okay. artifacts, but coal was like kind of the main one um, just because... You know, it's just going to sit there. I get, I, it, maybe it's easy to pull out or uh -huh. whatever. Or maybe there was still a lot of it. But anyways, so I did a whole bunch of research and found the only company that actually has that that they can sell. Because there's a bunch of companies claiming. And the company that sells it, they're actually more of a museum company. So they're not doing the memorabilia prices. They're oh, doing okay. like museum prices. So okay. it's not super, super expensive. But anyway, so... Um, I ended up getting him some authentic uh, Titanic coal, and he just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. But it goes to show, like you, just because something is super expensive, that doesn't make it authentic, you yeah. know? Because what I paid compared to what I could have paid, just because I'm going, oh, you know what? If I if I pay this, if I pay ten times more, I can get this. I'll have more peace of mind. But I won't because that the company that's selling that does not have the rights to excavate from the Titanic. So did chances are, it's not real. Did you get a COA of? Oh yeah, yeah, okay. all that's involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. COA, all that. You know me. I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I got all that certification. Yeah, and the funniest thing was, was we were watching, um, like a couple of days after it came in, we were watching um, one of those uh, videos about the Titanic submersible that went oh, okay. down and imploded and all that stuff. And they were talking. They actually brought it up and they said the name of the company and they go. They, they, they brought up, you know, there's only one company that's actually allowed to take stuff out of there. And they mentioned the name oh, of the okay. company. And Tommy was sitting there holding his uh, his relic going, Dad, that's them. And I go, yeah. I said, now, Dad, are, does are, his, are, Dad does his homework. Now, are they the same company? Because I've seen on a couple of pages where there's coins. Coins that came off the Titanic. I don't think there's coins that came off of the Titanic. <laughs> well, no, these were like coins that were like... Um, like currency you know currency coins not like gold bullion or anything but i don't believe oh there's not not, I, not so, so I what these guys are doing is they're just saying because they've got the same date as the titanic that they were 
Titanic dated coins? Oh, maybe? what it might be. Well, there I know that there was like a lot of um, commemorative coins, and there oh, okay. was out, especially out there. So there might have been some of that. There were some coins like the company it does has had the company that that I got the stuff from from Tommy for Tommy has some coins that are have coal involved with them somehow. Oh, okay. There's a little bit of that. Okay, but I can't, I can't remember what all they what all the different stuff that they had. But I'll show you. It's actually okay. it's actually pretty affordable. Kind of cool stuff too. Pretty cool little cool collection. Uh huh. I might I might dip back in there for something cool for Christmas. So here, look. There's Slick Rick. That's our that's our buddy right here. Okay. Oh, look. And in the background, this guy with his hands on his hips. That's uh that's Tony. He's a he's um a really good buddy of ours. He he runs the Spar Star, and he he's the one that invites us out there to do our broadcasting every time they do a show. So yeah. It's a slick. It's a slick. Rick gets his win here tonight, and then they'll move on to the Nick Lee fight. Which oh, okay. Yeah. Let's fight that snack. That young lady. Yeah. All right. So maybe we'll wrap up this episode and jump up into the jump up into the next episode. Yeah, we'll, and we'll get that posted at the in the very near future. In the near future, yeah. So we won't. Have I don't so know much. why I said that. We don't need to say that out loud. No. <laughs> no, it's just become so much time in between these shows. I mean, I, I don't want it to go where we don't see each other for another. Four months to do a show. <laughs> so we do. So our new our new method is to get together and do nine episodes in a yeah. row. <laughs> yep. So there's Slick Rick, and of course this is Tony. So Tony is this is a super proud moment for Tony. You can't really maybe can't see it on his face, but Rick, as an amateur, came up through Tony's organization. Oh, okay. Star. So he's been he's watched and he's put together fights and he's watched the ups and downs of, of uh, Rick's career. Okay. And I believe Rick's fought on the same card as Mark Young, at least at, I think twice. Okay. I believe twice. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's really active. So he, he fought on the, as an amateur, he fought a lot. And now that he's a pro, I don't expect him to be any different. So, all right, well, let's, uh, let's start split. lowering this thing down. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I, I was just thinking, how am I going to, how are we going to leave the studio when it's way up here? Yeah. And take a giant gotta, step. Yeah. Giant step to the left. I think that's a good idea. Okay. There you go. Oh, we got to do something with some oil on that chain. So what do you think about big bad voodoo daddy coming to Santa Paula? Oh, that, that might be a good little show. Interesting, huh? Uh-huh. There at the park. Oh, they're going to do the park in Santa Yeah, they're doing it at the skateboard park. Oh, okay. So you can, like, go show up and do some double ollie spinnies and listen to some Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Oh, by the way, um, great job over at the X Games on the Huffy. Oh, over yeah. Over the weekend, I mean. Yeah, I didn't get any medals. I just got asked to leave. But it was, you know, the important thing was that I competed. Yeah, well, the thing, you're limited because you got just a coaster break. You don't have no handbrakes on that Huffy, so you can't really do that much stunting, you know? Yeah, I'm also limited because they didn't really want me there. Oh, okay. They asked me, they asked me to leave when I first got there, but lucky for me, I could pedal really, really fast. I, I, I like when you got the milk crates and you set up a couple of ramps and you jumped over like six kids. That was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. The one mom wasn't happy when I hurt the last one, but yeah. it was it, it was fine. Overall, everybody was fine. Yeah, well, he's he doesn't have brittle bones or anything. He's young. He'll he'll spring back into it. Yeah, maybe don't take your kids to something cool if you don't want them to experience. Yeah, something cool, right? Yeah, especially when you're professional athletes out there. Right. Great show, my friend. Okay, talk to you later, man. Uh.
living on the ledge. Juggling sledgehammer over the hedge. Heads up, heads up. Living on the ledge. Proud supporters of self-checkouting. Copyright 2023. Giggles Live Radio Network. Living on the ledge. DMV Mike Incorporated.